Ah, welcome to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We're going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can help get you into the best shape of your life empowering our listeners to believe that they can achieve great things. If you are taking up running for weight loss, it will take care of itself as we also will inspire you to keep your nutrition real. Head over to our website and take us up on our seven day keeping it real health challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Remember, The thoughts and expressions of this show does not constitute medical advice. Now let's get into this week's show. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm ready to get right into this information, guys. It's a topic that many people struggle with, and that's their breathing, Okay, we take oxygen for granted. We take, we take, you know, just being able to take nice deep breaths sometimes for granted. Okay, but the one time we don't take it for granted is when there is no oxygen and you can't breathe. It's the hardest thing to have to deal with. So there's so many people out there that would like to become runners or may have tried to run in the past, but they found it very difficult to breathe. And so therefore they may have given up before learning the proper techniques. In high school, old school thinking, it's, you know, and you guys may have heard this, breathe through your nose, in through your nose, out through your mouth. But what if you are a mouth breather? You can't breathe through your nose because some people have large adenoids, you know, these tissues in their nostril passages that some people have to have surgery in order to remove them, right? Or maybe the time of season, you can't breathe out of your nose because of allergies. So does that mean that those individuals can't take up running because they're mouth breathers? Well, the answer to that is no. Because we take in more oxygen through our mouths in the first place. So therefore, it's okay to breathe from your largest intake of air, which is our mouth. Okay, so I'm going to talk about some of these things and techniques in which you can do to bring your breathing under control, even if you have had asthma in the past. I've I've worked with, with clients who used to need their inhaler at the, you know, close by, in order for them to get through their workout. Now, they don't even need it. Okay? So we're going to talk about some techniques that you can put into practice right now, whether you are a beginner or even as a well-oiled running machine who is thinking about training for a marathon or maybe you have ran marathons in the past and trying to get back into running. These may be some reminders for you and, you know, prove very helpful in practicing and training and henceforth turning a good race time on race day. 
Before I get into that topic, though, let me ask you guys, how was your week? What were some things that went well for you last week? Has any of the tips in our podcast, in our previous podcast, helped to enhance your life at all? We would love to hear from some of your successes. Please feel free to connect with me, Tadris Parker, on Facebook. You can get the spelling of my name. I'll leave it in the show notes and message me or submit any questions or comments that you have to coachtadris at gmail.com. Again, you can also head to our website, runtothebestyou.com, fill out a contact us form and, you know, check out some of our recent blogs. I have been writing a blog to match the podcast recording as well. You can see pictures of our crew members, members that we train. You might see some pictures of me in there and you can also leave comments in that section as well. We would love to, love to, love to, especially our Apple podcast listeners, please rate and review. Do not take that for granted. Your rating and review can help our podcast get seen by more people that can, you know, basically your comments and your ratings of these podcasts can help another person choose to listen to our content and may help them in a, in a dramatic way. So please do not underestimate the power of your time in, in rating and reviewing the podcast. We really, really would appreciate it. And so with that being said, too, something else we would love for you guys to do is to join us for our March 7th spring kickoff meeting. It will be happening at 1 p.m. at a local library. We are in New Jersey, located in New Jersey. Perhaps if you would like to be a part of this and you are not in New Jersey, please message me. Maybe we'll do a a live stream of the event so that you can be a part of it. Um, At this event, we're going to be signing up new ones to our 12-week Couch to 5K program. Um, Why use an app, guys, for your 5K training? When you could be a part of a real team with a real coach, you'll have me there every single week helping the group guide them towards their goals. And others... That will help motivate you to get through your segments as well. You don't have to do it alone with an app, okay? And for those, again, that's not local, you too can join our online coaching system. If you would like to use uh, walking and jogging as a way to shed some unwanted pounds, you can be like our client Luz from St. Louis. Luz, uh, she lost 16 pounds in her first week of helping, uh, just going for walks. She couldn't even jog. But just helping her with our advice, with our her nutrition, helping her to stay focused on her nutrition and going out for walks, she was able to drop 11 pounds in the first week. Results may not be typical, guys. Okay, uh, everyone's varies in, in how much weight they can lose, but we're showing you what's possible. And we would like for you to, uh, we would love to be a part of your journey and helping you get to your desired goals as well. So head over to runtothebestyou.com and check out our bronze, silver, and gold plans to see what's best for you, all right? I'm not sure if you can hear it in my voice, but this week, uh, the week that was for us, we just came off of um, Run to Autism, which was fantastic. Last week's podcast highlighted plenty of experiences of our members, new ones like Michael and Hunter, both completed their first 5K. We had our veterans out there, Jim, Lisa, and Chris. They did a fantastic job with their race. 
but in my voice is uh, I have been a little little sick this week, and that's not something that I'm used to saying. And I want to know from you listeners, as runners, do you find yourself since taking up running being less sick? Like I can't remember when the last time I truly was sick. Okay, but uh, this week I had to pay more than the usual attention to my breathing. I am uh, I, I'm kind of lost track as to what day I am on my streak, but I have been able to continue my streak of walking or running a mile a day. So Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, um, basically Thursday and Friday, all I did was walk the mile. And in fact, when I showed up to train the group on Thursday, I got kicked out. They told me to get out. You look, you don't look well. So I walked my mile and then I carried carried my butt home. And I uh, started the, tr- the, the healing process. Um, Friday, just walked. Saturday, I jogged 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, just got through a mile. And today I felt better. Um, I jogged for five miles with my dog. Nice, easy pace. And then I came back out before I, I press record because I need my energy to be a certain way. So I like to do a little run before I start recording the podcast. And so I did a three and a half mile as I'm still trying to get my 100 miles in for the month of February. So what goals do you have? I'd love to hear from you. Number one, do do you find yourself uh, not sick as much because you run? There's something to that. Building up the immune system, you becoming stronger, and you don't get sick as much. And if you match your nutrition, watching what you eat, avoiding sugars, a bunch of grains and different things like that, that can help you avoid sickness as well. And then two, what kind of streak are you on? Have you tried to do a mile a day streak? I know I'm over 100 days. Uh, I apologize again. I I lost track. I got to take a look before I post on Instagram today. I will know for sure. Uh, what day I'm on. I'm going to say I'm probably getting close to like 110 days or so, something like that. Now, let's get into the topic again, how to breathe while running for beginners. Let's start off for beginners, right? So it doesn't matter if you're a beginner. Again, these are great reminders. In my time of coaching beginners to run their first 5K, they all seem to have this one thing in common, and that's trouble with their breathing. The struggle is real. Gasping for air, trying to get through a a two-minute run, you know, for beginners who's just now starting, they're they're using time. They're not using distance. You know, you're not going to just be a beginner and then just come out and run a mile. So so perhaps they're running for two minutes straight, and they're dying in that last 30 seconds, trying to find the air, right? And... uh, Again, oftentimes, there are some times when we may have to remind our experienced runners to focus on their breath. Because it's kind of like riding a bike as, a, as an experienced runner. You may not even think whatsoever as far as your breathing is concerned. But later on in races, that's when we need to kind of focus in on our, our, our breaths the most making sure we conserve, making sure we're taking deep breaths in so that we are uh, fueling our whole body with oxygen so that the legs can go further, okay? So we're going to talk about sinking the breath with your foot strike as well, right? So 
many beginners use their chest muscles to breathe, right? You're just breathing with... First of all, if you hear you're breathing like... You're not breathing deep enough. And you're only breathing in the chest area. Also, if you can hear you're breathing like that, perhaps you're going too fast and also need to slow down a little bit. So... We want to feel our, fill our diaphragm up with oxygen. Basically that, that rib cage, the belly, okay? I know for pictures, we might suck that belly in. We want, we, want, we want to suck that belly in. We want to take that picture, make sure it's looking tight, right? Well, when we are running and you're taking that deep inhale, you want that diaphragm to fill up. Before Whitney Houston or a great opera singer belts out that big, nice note, we may not see it, but they take that deep breath before belting out that beautiful note on stage in the studio. When when we are running, we want to fill up our diaphragm with air. Okay? The more air we inhale, the more oxygen is available to be transferred through our circulatory system and sent to our legs and muscles in order to keep propelling ourselves forward. Again, the issue with breathing only from our chest is that we're taking in less oxygen and it will hurt our energy production to go a mile straight, to go that 5K, 3.1, to go that 10K, 6.2, all right? Since the chest muscles are smaller, we will fatigue more quickly, okay? So like anything else, you want to practice this. Breathing from your diaphragm is beneficial. Therefore, this is how you will want to practice. Lay on your back on the floor. Keep your chest and shoulders still. Focus on raising your belly as you inhale. Fill up that air. Lower your belly as you exhale. Right? And I talked about breathing through your nose and your mouth, uh, breathing through in through your nose, out through your mouth. If you have clear nasal passages, it's okay. You can do that. You can practice it, right? So lay on your on your back, deep inhale through the nose, watch the belly rise, and slowly exhale out through the mouth and establish a pattern, okay? So that's one way in which you can practice your breathing, right? It only, it sounds like it only take a couple of minutes a day, right? Just to lay on your back and try that out. Maybe if you practice yoga or Pilates and you are used to doing floor exercises as it is, then practice that for like a minute or two in the course of a day. Now, there was an article last year that I was researching when writing an article about running, uh, breathing myself. And I found this from a running coach. His name is Bud Coates. Uh, He developed a type of breathing system called rhythmic breathing. The reason why he wanted to create something like this is due to the fact that he would get injuries on say his right side of his body. He he will always get some kind of knee issue on the right side. Has that ever happened to you? Maybe you found 
you have a you know something quirky going on on your right side of your body it's it's, it's either your knee or your ankle or something like that well according to according to bud he feels as though and the more i think about it the more i kind of agree with what he's talking about here when you inhale your muscles are more stable right when you everything tightens up as it were your core is tight when you take that inhale but on the exhale when you're letting the air out your body isn't as firm isn't as stable so if you according to him when you pound with your right foot let's say let's say you inhale and you're you're landing very uh, stable every time your left foot hits the ground. But when you exhale with the right foot, your body's not as stable. So maybe maybe there's a little shifting going on in the knee or maybe something's like twerked with the ankle a little bit or or your hip is out of place. Because, because again, think about this. Like really close your eyes and think about this. On the inhale, on the inhale, isn't everything tight? Your abs, your core, your lower back, your knees, everything's a little tighter when, on the exhale, but when you, I mean, on the inhale, but then as you exhale, things loose, loosen up. So with the rhythmic breathing, um, he's basically saying to bring your mind and your breathing together to kind of focus on making sure you alternate when you exhale and inhale so that you're not always landing on the exhale on the same side. So in this regards, he would do something like a five count or a three, two. Here's how it will works, right? So you will inhale for three steps and exhale for two steps. So we could do this by practice this by standing in front of the mirror Breathe both through your nose and mouth. Inhale to the count of three. And exhale on the count of two. So you, it might go this way. You might even say it out loud. In, two, three, out, two. In, two, three, out, two, th- out, two. Okay, and so forth. Like, repeat that. One of my favorite breathing patterns is in for, in for two, out for two. So I go... And when I'm running next to someone who's new, I will I will do that. I will like exaggerate my breathing so they can hear it. So and some ladies have um, mentioned that it kind of sounds like we're in a Lamaze class. Right. So but with my breathing pattern, with that in for two, out for two, maybe I'm landing, landing on the same side. As I'm, you know, exhaling and inhaling on the same side with that breathing pattern with the so to compare the rhythmic breathing again, he's like one, two, three in one, two out, one, two, three in one, two out. And you will start to see that you're alternating on the exhales. Here's the benefits, the benefits from practicing this rhythmic breathing 
or just practicing this breathing period, you know, how you breathe, first of all, because when we are carrying like our smartphones or let, let me get to that, that's the number two portion. Okay. Number one, it helps you find your center. Okay, in various forms of exercise like yoga, martial arts, meditation, they all use breathing techniques to help connect your mind and body. So runners, we need to uh, be balanced when running on various surfaces. Uh, So focusing on our breaths will help us bring our mind and body together for a nice, balanced approach. Running quiets the mind, number two. You know, focusing on our breathing quiets the mind. In today's noisy world, it's hard to quiet our minds. Smartphones, our watches, you know, if those of us that that run with our smartwatch, there's all kind of notifications that comes on that to distract us. First of all, turn the notifications off. Okay. Our favorite music can can help us to go faster than we should. And that is not quieting our mind if we're listening to music while we run. I know it can be enjoyable. It might it might feel as though that it takes your mind off of running and the pain that you may experience with running. Well, running doesn't have to be painful. And running allows you to quiet your mind and come up with some great ideas, first of all. So we love to multitask. But how about going out for a run with a quiet mind? Don't listen to anything but your breath. You could check your running stats after the run. Resist the urge to peak during your run if you wore that high-tech watch. So rhythmic breathing is calming and it brings awareness and brings all your focus to being calm. It allows you to remain relaxed. Now, do you have to do these counts every single time? No, but as you start to practice this, you will start to get into a rhythm and you won't need to count all the time. Or maybe when negative thoughts come into your brain later in the race, like, you know, or later in the practice where you're out four or five mile run and it's mile four and it's getting a little tough, start to bring your thoughts back to how is how am I breathing? Quieting any stress in the body that can, that can uh, inhibit performance. So when your breathing gets difficult, remember to slow down, keep calm, run to the best you, and breathe. Number three is the control of your body. When you are calm and mindfully matching your breaths with your foot strike, the rest of the body will be under control. You will flow with ease, like like I said, as if you were on autopilot, okay? So here's another way to make sure that you are in control of your breaths, and that is incorporating the run, walk, run. We, I have adopted the run, walk, run since 2015 when I learned about it from Jeff Galloway. I, you know, talk to him from time to time. Uh, I still might ask him questions on uh, my different rhythm of my run, walk, run, but I used to die trying to breathe. Now with the run, walk, run, even without practicing these or mindfully doing these rhythmic breathing or, you know, to this day, I still practice the two, two, right? You know, and 
Um, but with the run, walk, run, no problems breathing whatsoever. Okay. Um, number one, the walk breaks allows your legs to recharge and not to uh, have that constant impact. So that's helping with injury. And number two, you can mindfully use the ry- rhythmic breathing technique by alternating which leg you start your count on after each walk break. And so when when we talk about the run, walk, run, how do you know how long you should walk for? Well, here's a few principles. If you can run a nine minute mile, simple. You run two minutes on with a 30 second walk break. If you can run 11 minute, if you are 11 or 12 minute mile runner, then your ratio would be more like 60 seconds of jogging with a 30 second walk break. Uh, You can download an interval timer on your phone or you can go to Amazon and purchase a Gym Boss from Amazon. They're great. And uh, you have any questions, please feel free to uh, ask me. I'll be more than happy to help set you up with the run, walk, run strategy that is right for you. Next, my next tip here is shortening your stride as well. So matching your breath with your foot strike could also mean that you have to take shorter strides. Running is a full body exercise. It involves your shoulders, your arms, your core, many muscle groups in your legs. Okay, there's so many muscles in our legs. When you do leg day, are you hitting your quads, your hamstrings, your calf muscles? You know, so many things going on, so many muscles in our legs by itself. So again, whether you are a beginner or experienced runner, we all can benefit from taking shorter strides. Longer strides have their place. Don't get me wrong. They have their place, especially down a stretch. And, you, you know, that last quarter mile, they call it the kick. You know, how much kick do you have left in that last quarter or a tenth of a mile? And you're stretching out towards that finish line. You're taking those long strides, right? But to gain control of your breathing, again, you want to take shorter strides. Longer strides may seem as though that they cover more distance, However, it uses way, a lot of energy. It uses a lot of energy and more muscle groups. And in turn, causing you to breathe harder to maintain that. On the flip side, the shorter strides will help you to package your muscles, keep everything all tight and together in a controlled manner. There's a saying to slow down, to go further faster. So taking shorter strides may not uh, be covering as much ground It may not seem as though at first, it may seem as though you're slowing down, but on the contrary, being that you have your breathing under control, these shorter steps will help you with your foot turnover as well, right? How many times are those feet touching the ground? Like as soon as your toes hit the ground, boom, you're lifting them back up, taking that shorter strides help you to do that. And people have found that they actually have gotten faster by having a more of a turnover, Okay, here's another good way to practice having a quicker turnover when it comes to your feet lifting off the ground and turn over spin class. Take a spin class, have them put you through those speed drills. Okay, that 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 spin class is going on and she's like that that song is cranked up and she's like, all right, get it. Get your butts off the seat. Let's get it. And that beats kicking in and you're just boom, 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 boom. Doing cross training like that helps your runs so much. Guys, if you have experienced this, if you are currently taking spin class, I have not taken spin class in a while. I know what to do. I have to go find myself a spin class one day. 
I would love to have I would love to have a Peloton at the house, you know, as to use for cross training. Maybe when I buy a new house, I'll I'll see if I can get one put into my office. So how about you? Are you guys out there uh, taking spin class? Has it helped your runs? What do you do to uh, cross train to help your runs? Are you a swimmer? Swimming is great. Okay, that's going to help, you know, with the flexing flexion in your ankles so that you can also take those shorter strides. Right now, we're going to take a break. And when I come back from the break, we're going to talk about putting all these tips together and how two of our members use this to run their their first 5K. Okay, welcome back. Now, let's talk about putting it all together. So now that I have given you the tools to help you with breathing, it's totally up to you how you use them. You will have these five choices. Go Keep going with your natural breathing pattern. And again, a lot of times, that's how I will start out my run. But as time goes on and something uh, negative comes into my mind or my body starts to feel like it's being overtaxed, I have to bring attention to why is it feeling that it's overtaxed. Let me bring, how was my breathing? Is it too hard? Do I need to slow down a little bit? So number one, you have your natural breathing pattern. You can practice, number two, this rhythmic breathing, alternating, maybe three inhales, two exhales, so that you're landing on, you know, uh, you're not favoring one side of the body. Again, just to make it clear, the concept of the rhythmic breathing is that when you inhale, everything is tight. When you exhale, your body is not as stable and you could be injuring one side of the body if you only land on the exhales on the same left hand side of your body. So to bring your mind in connection with your breathing, you can practice alternating when you exhale on that one so that you're not favoring one side or the other to help control your breathing. Number three, incorporate the run, walk, run. Nothing wrong with it, guys. You are still running. And in fact, I'm even faster now than I ever was. Incorporating these strategic walk breaks to help me not only with my breathing, but to avoid injury and everything like that. Number four, shorten your stride. If you run with other people and you find you're breathing extra heavy, maybe your your strides are long trying to keep up with everybody. Remember, run your own. Run your own practice. Run your own race. It's nothing wrong with using people around us for motivation. But sometimes if they're running a little bit faster than us, we have to let them go and let them do their own thing so that I could do my own thing. And then that, that lady passed me with the... With the baby stroller. Yeah, that's discouraging a little bit. You know what I mean? But it, but she may have been running that for years with that running stroller. I don't know her, her, her experience. I can't compare myself to what someone else is doing next to me. Because we are all doing our own thing. We are all on our own journey. So don't compare yourself to anyone else. Use people as motivation, but at the same time, if someone passes us in a race or someone, you know, we run with a group and someone seems to be passing us and 
and, and we just can't seem to have that conversation and run at the same time, don't compare yourself. Keep working on these types of things, shortening your stride, bringing your breathing back under control. And then number five, you can incorporate all the above. That's what I do. I start off with my own my own natural breathing pattern. I, I incorporate the right in for two, out for two, sometimes in for three, out for two. Right. I practice these things, incorporating the run, walk, run and then reminding myself to shorten my stride at times. So you can incorporate all five things. You can incorporate one of them. You know, sometimes it's hard to work on multiple things at one time. So do the best you can. We gave uh, these strategies to our two new members, uh, Hunter, Judd, and Michael Merchler. And they both used them in order to complete their first 5K on February 16th, 2020 at the Mike Seafood Run Walk for Autism 5K. It was a fantastic event. Like I said, you can go back to last week's podcast and get a listen to that. It was amazing. I was able to get those guys live on the podcast, as well as some other members that um, even just people I didn't even know, just interviewing, talking to people. So it was amazing where Donna, a 60-year-old, is about to run her third um, Boston Marathon. She she. Got a personal record in the 5K last week at 23 minutes and some change at 60 years old. And she's only been running for uh, less than 10 years or so. So, you know, you can pick up running at any age. You can get your breathing under control at any age. Michael is 51 years old. Uh, amazing job from him. But here's a, here's how these two men put these, these breathing techniques into practice. Cause like I said, everyone that starts out have the same thing in common. They have trouble with their breathing and some people may fall off, right? They may, they may, you, we may not see them at the group anymore. I always do my best to reach out to them, say, how you doing this, that and the other thing and try to try to encourage them to keep going. But this is what happens when you keep going and not give up. See Hunter, his issue was I can't seem to get through these segments. I don't think I can do it. Doubt. And then one day I got a chance to work with him one-on-one and say, hey, here's where you can work on with your breathing. With Hunter, we gave him the, the in for two, out for two breathing method. And as we're going into mile three of a practice 5K to get ready for the actual 5K, I'm saying to Hunter, I'm saying all these motivational things to help him get through these segments and, and help him get through the last mile. And you know what he said? I got this, coach. I'm feeling pretty good. This breathing thing's helped me out a lot. Wow. What a difference. See how breathing, matching, bringing your mind, mindfulness to your breathing can help you with your run and help you with your own motivation. He had his own. I got this, coach. You know, that, that, that fired me up. That made me feel real good. And then on race day, I was able to catch up with him. And I never did this before. I was I recorded a segment of the podcast on the race course itself with with him. And as you hear, he had no problem talking, breathing under total control. I'm so proud of him. And then Michael. One day in practice, we were doing quarter mile repeats on a Tuesday at a, at a university in New Jersey. And. I just see him giving everything he got and just like it's it's just looking hard for him a little bit. Um, He was killing it, but I just saw him overworking and I just simply told him, shorten your strides. 
Shorten your strides. Let's see, let's see how that works for you this next quarter mile. You know what he said? That made all the difference in the world right there. Shortening my strides helped me with my breathing. And he, too, was able to kill it at that 5K, looking strong down the stretch, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Let me conclude with this, guys. So r- running is unique to each individual. Find wor- what works for you. Take a moment to enjoy the scenery. Take in the smells as you breathe and run with purpose. If you find that it is hard to breathe at any point, remember what I said. Keep calm and run to the best you. I listened to a motivational um, book this morning as I was on my five mile run and it ended with this quote. A wise man will be the master over his mind. An unwise man will be a slave to his mind. Running, it's so mental. So many mental mind games that happens with us that tells us to stop, that tells us to give up, to tell us that we can't breathe, to tell us that our muscles hurt, to tell us so many different things and we have to get the mastery over our mind. And this podcast today, these breathing techniques today will help you be a master over your mind. Thank you so much. Please do us a favor. If you found this podcast helpful, the tips, please share them with your your family. You know, if you're listening to this on Instagram, uh, all you got to do I mean, I'm Instagram. I apologize. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, all you got to do is hit those three little dots. Uh, uh, Screen will pop up asking you, do you want to share this? What do you want to do? Just hit that share button, share it to your, your social media, Facebook, Instagram. Tag us in Instagram. We are run underscore to underscore the underscore best underscore you. All right. Run to the best you with underscores in between each letter. Listen. Tag us in anything. You guys are starting a streak. You've been inspired by it. Tag our our Instagram. And we would love to be able to share your photo of your streak even on our page. So once again, let's do this, guys. Leave any comments, questions. We would love to hear from you. Have an amazing week. That's our time for today. Thanks for listening to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. If you would like to be a supporter of our content and keep these podcasts coming, please head over to patreon.com slash coach and contribute as little as a dollar per month. All Patreons will be mentioned in future episodes. Become a next level supporter and receive a free coaching call to go over your personal goals. Please like, share, and comment. Leave a review. You never know which one of your friends or family will be inspired by your expressions. Again, thanks for listening. And remember, the best way to predict the future is to create it. So create an amazing one with us, my friends. Have a great week.